Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from Hi, the John. Howard Stern Show. And just for did some this. really stupid reason, you're listening to Insufferable Bastards. Great name for a podcast, morons. Now let's hear from Stuttering John's best friend, Carl Hamburger. All right, speaking of people you don't want to hang out with, I happened to stumble across this show on YouTube called Insufferable Bastards. Mm. That's us. We used to be famous. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger. I love Judge oh, Dredd. I absolutely love Judge Dredd. Let's get, let's get to that guy a little later. And I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So we got a uh, busy agenda here on this episode of Insufferable Bastards. First of all, I believe this is going to be our first episode released during the month of October. So we got to talk horror movies, and we're going to have guys on to talk horror movies. And have you seen Friday the 13th? And I really like the thing. And how, I don't know. I kind of, Twitter becomes insufferable this time of year. You're not on Twitter, but every single well, person believe, or thing we follow is just, that's all it is. It's just Believe it or not, I movies. thought if we ran out, if we ever needed a topic for this show, which we often do, I was like, during October, right we have to do uh 13 movies not to watch like hard not like 13 great movies what? that aren't horror movies to watch during october i'm just i get a little I sick of the list of like hey it's october here's the first movie the i'm thing watching is, this month we we launched as a horror podcast right we're being total yes. hypocrites we launched as the mobile horror companion which is why i have to turn it down in stuttering john's intro there the cameo because he says mobile horror companion so all the Twitter handles we followed initially were all just horror, which is fine. But there's a sameness that happens when you follow yes. just horror handles on Twitter. It starts to drive you nuts. So, like I had said, yeah, we used to be famous. We had uh, we had a, we had a run there on YouTube, Mister Spears, where we had Stuttering John and Shuli related stuff for a couple of weeks, and I did a, an interview with Shuli for this broadcast or this podcast. That got 6,000 views. Damn. Six that is all-time high for us by far. Oh, I meant, that's not what I meant to play. But um, the, the danger, though, is one thing that it demonstrated is that like, there's two different fan sets for this here podcast. People. Not just right. from our and opinions. They, they don't meet. They don't meet. We have the traditional Insufferable Bastards podcast fans. By fans, I mean like... I don't know, maybe 20, 20 to 100, let's say. And they listen to us and disagree with us and, and say whatever. And then we had an influx, especially from that Shuli interview of people, and I think specifically looking at the analytics from Dabblers Anonymous, okay. the stuttering John paper of record on Reddit. And so, but they're two completely different sets uh, of people, it seems. So we got 6,000 views. But then, like, when we went back to our normal stuff, it went down to 60, which still for us on, on YouTube is a lot. Hey, I'll take uh, you. I, I just will, subscribe. I will say. Uh, oh, good. Thank you. Finally. It's only been since 2016. On two different services, too. Oh, good. Good. God bless you. But uh, I will say, and I said this on a previous episode, but it was deep into the episode, so I want to say it at the beginning of this. I'm really grateful for the feedback we got from people on YouTube. I mean, anonymous people offered constructive criticism as to how we can improve what we do. And it was great to have 
those old old school Howard Stern fans and I fellow got stuttering. You got called a cuck. But it was great to have the old school fellow stutter, stuttering John people on yeah. there. It was like a little community. And uh, so I got like, you know, we're all just having a conversation. And they're about vocal. Stuttering John they, and there was Shuli a lot of comments. That. Yeah, over, a, over well over 100. And that's uh, kind of cool just to see that. Terrifying, but cool. Yeah, nobody made fun of my my acne, my my chins, my missing nothing. Nothing got personal. It was all about the content, and I really respect that. So uh, it was awesome. It was it was a good experience. Except like talking about these two different audiences, the pint, a pipe culture podcast, right? One of our oldest friends in podcasting. We were next to them. We met them at a horror convention. We were vendors together, promoting each other's not each other's, but promoting our podcasts in separate yes. booths next to each other at the CT Horror Fest a couple of years back. He, uh, John, I, I don't know if it's John, I don't want to say his name, because I don't know, I don't, want, I don't want our new fans from Dabblers Anonymous to attack yes. the Pint of Pop Culture podcast, because now we wield that power, right? No, we don't. But the Pint posted under our video where I kind of went off on Joe Rogan, which kind of got a negative response from people on YouTube. But the Pint of Pop Culture pod podcast posted the following. Is this the start of the show only covering Z-list celebs and their podcasts? Is this the beginning of the stuttering John bastards? Ha, 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 ha. So I don't really know uh, how to take that. The only thing I could say is like, well, we've talked about Howard Stern many times before. Well, listen, we also, if a, we were in a braver, description of the show at some point, if we were braver, what do you mean? If we were braver, we would just do, hey, if we did a stuttering John slash Stern type content, we probably would have a bigger following, but more of a headache. Well, you know, clearly there is interest in it. The fact that our... 6,000 views for a YouTube page that usually gets 12. There was some, there's some type of interest out there uh, in that. But what bothered me was like, all right, starring John Z list. Okay. But uh, Shuli, I, who's a writer on the Howard Stern show, I don't know, say about, say, uh, you know, whatever you want about it. Everyone has entitled to their opinion, but the pint there, they have scary Larry and Stu. <laughs> From Stu World Order on the time. What? Oh, who are, the, are those guys? A-list celebrities? Are any of us having A-list celebrities on? I interviewed a high Artie Lang. That kind of just, just struck me as like you have nothing because you're you're going on all these. Now these guys find out you do movies and they're like trying to invite you on. I see what's going on, Andrew. Well, Lincoln. no, I just think. Well, why would recent we have viewing? Z now I'm not. Now I'm going to get his podcast name wrong every week. I'm going to call it recent viewing, recent we, activity. Um, we uh, I just you know I. I would, it would be fun to have uh, Z-list -less, Z celebrities on. I mean, that we'd be huge if we had Z-list celebrities or, you know. Yeah, we have no celebrities, yeah. And, and yeah. listen, there so, are, are in, you know, indie uh, pop culture. Well, these guys grew up, these guys grew up reading, reading comic books. They didn't listen to Howard Stern growing up. It's a well, completely different saying, culture and experience. If they have a comic writer on or an artist, I don't know that person. Do well, they don't I'm, do that. You know, you're, you're getting you're getting, That's what the pint radio show does. I know, but just in general, I just the pint mean, pop culture just has other podcasters on. Yeah. All right. Well, so I'm anyway, yeah. Anyway, we, you heard our feelings. You heard our feelings. Pint. I always have to read a pop culture podcast. That's a lot of peas. That's a lot of popping to 
ask somebody to do. So that was that. The other thing I wanted to talk about real fast, Brian, is weeks ago, in another uh, a YouTube video that got uh, pretty well received there, I, I went into the federal court database and I looked up the case of Unique Entertainment. Uh, actually, I should say it another way. It's Brendan Schaub, Thick Boy yes. Productions, is suing Unique Entertainment, a small-time YouTuber, albeit much larger than us, in a, in a federal action. He's, anybody can look up this information. He's got a whole team of lawyers going after him, claiming that he uh, copyright violations and all this stuff. And Unique Entertainment earlier this month filed paperwork asking for sanctions, that sanctions be taken against the court, issue sanctions against Schaub for basically having a lawsuit that amounts to nothing more than harassment, according to the legal filing by Unique, who's Kevin uh, something or other. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. I thought that was interesting, but in that, in his legal brief that he said some lawyer just gave him and he signs his name to it, they're saying that Schaub's lawsuit is basically the result of Kyle posting all these videos going into Schaub's personal life, personal making life. Uh, allegations about his personal life, which have been widely publicized, but I don't want to get sued, so I'm not going to go into them or repeat them, but they're all over the internet uh, concerning him, his wife, Bobby Lee's ex-girlfriend, I guess, and all that good stuff. Kyle reporting on that a lot apparently uh, triggered Schaub, according to this motion for sanctions, and that the lawsuit is not only frivolous, it's actually vindictive. Vindictive, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. I don't know, like, the Schaub's lawyer had made a motion to, to do, like, a, a quick judgment because they had said Kyle didn't file responses in time. But I guess it's all up to a judge, and the court can work. I am fascinated, slow or as fast as it wants. I am fascinated uh, with this <clears throat> Schaub guy. I am so fascinated. Yeah. I go into rabbit holes because, like, and then I watch his comedy, and it—I mean, it's funny how bad. It's, and I don't get bad. him. I don't not, get not a funny who guy. he is. So I'm discovering, and it's just there's nothing nice about that guy. Uh, he, I mean, he was a UFC fighter. No, who, I know all who, that, but I mean, the, there's a yeah. lot of... But I mean, he, his whole career is Joe Rogan. He was on the Joe Rogan yeah. podcast, and he was, you know, he was adequate, surrounded by... I mean, me and you would be hilarious if we had a yes. table of professional comedians around us. And, but we wouldn't think, like, oh, now I'm going to go out and do it on my own. And, yeah, he's sort but of it's the funny how of comedy. Because he's a big videos. jock at the, end of the, at the end of the day. He's a big meathead jock. It's not exactly, you know, you're but alienating other fat thing, old guys a, like me. There's a million uh, creator people making stuff about him that are hilarious. Like, it, or, you know, it's just so you could go on a whole rabbit hole with him. Right. And I think going back to like the pint of pop culture podcast to sort of explain to our friend, our friends on that podcast, there is a whole other world out there for people around our age, you yeah. know, guys pushing 50 where maybe we're not, I mean, I'm not, I don't listen to other indie podcast necessarily about movies or about comics or about superhero stuff. It's just not my thing. However, on YouTube, there are a, a broadcast that are just as independent as we're doing right now. And they do, they go in, they, they react to things like Schaub. They give commentary yes. on things like stuttering John, the state of the Howard Stern show. There are podcasts that gets thousands and thousands of listens that just recap what's happened on the Stern show and criticize it. So there's that whole other thing out there just because you don't know, it doesn't mean it's bad. Yes. I, unless it's my opinion. Comic books are bad. Like, that's true. But the other way around, no. We, are, we good, they bad. So, all right. That was a unique versus Schaub. Brian, I wanted to talk briefly about Dahmer. The, yeah. Uh, 
Netflix thing. <laughs> in a future episode, we will go through the, the whole thing. But I watched the first episode just this morning. And I don't know if I just messed up. I will go through the whole series in a future episode yeah. of this broadcast, yeah. I meant to say. I don't know what I just said. I lost my train of thought as I was talking. But I got to tell you, that first episode was tough to take. And not because of the subject matter or because it's Dahmer, but I was just bored, man. It was like trying to chug a two-liter bottle of flat soda. You know, no yeah. fizz. There was something flat about the filmmaking. I'm not a filmmaker. It was visually like depressing. The, uh, you know, I, all right, Dahmer is kind of a dry, strange guy, but there was just nothing compelling about it. And it went on for 25 minutes. I don't, and then at that point, I kind of had, all right, I ducked out. I'll, I'll go back and I'll give it another chance. But I was shocked at how lifeless that for, I'm not sure why they opened with that. And, and to have it go on for that long, to have you're kind of following around Dahmer, I just, I don't know. And I don't know if it gets better. I guess we'll talk about that. We'll talk about episode. that because I will, well, the one thing I will disagree just on those subject and, and uh, kind of the message you're getting across. I thought it looked amazing. I did think, and I, and I, and it definitely well, well, made... it looked like the nineties were the seventies. What was that about? Why is, oh, I don't I mean, remember anything just... being yellow in 1991. I know. Well, I like that look. I was saying like visually like that kind of stuff, but it just, I want more of a bang. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, to me, it started off like too in already in it. You know what I mean? Like I need to, you know, you, you got to open with a teaser. You got to open with something a little. It just energy. goes on. It's, it it's just like, went on. It's like, like, the, yeah. it's like I will say it was like a run on me, sentence. Took me two sittings to get through the first episode to where I was like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm into this. Yeah, I was, I was like, I, I, I was going to say, how many, how many episodes are in this thing? And if it's all like that, but maybe it gets better. So I guess I'll have an yes. open mind and I'll go yes. back and, 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 and watch the rest. I, I, in general, I'm reserving. It's tough for me to say anything because I have watched nine. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. In, in general, my reservation, in general, my reservation with the whole genre is that Netflix is just pumping out these docudramas, I guess. Maybe well, that's, that's the whole, term. That's, that's my on whole all these well known serial killers. And it's just like, okay, you know, it's, I guess if you're, maybe it appeals to younger people. There is a familiar who didn't grow up, you know, there were Dahmer t-shirts and like you get a horror conventions and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just kind of growing tired of the whole, they're not bringing anything new to the table. Um, Read a book for God's sakes. There was the, uh, the, the thing that was based on the comic book, my friend Dahmer or whatever, you know, that was like, good. That was my really Dahmer, good. Yeah. And there is, elements that, was well done. that like, Oh, I'm like, I've seen this already. And it was in that, from that movie, you know? And I thought that movie really held my interest. Yeah, that's a good. If you haven't seen that, definitely seek that out because it's not it's not a horror movie per se. It's not no. a psycholog psychological uh, thriller. It's just you're hanging out with. It's a character study. Yes. So, all right. Then the, the last and the final topic we wanted to broach on this here episode of Insufferable Bastards, Mister Spears. I'm Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast. Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone magazine, right came out with a list of the top 100 shows of all time. It was compiled by writers, journalists, and then like basically the entire television industry, actors, producers, directors, all of it. And we were going to go through just the top 10 that they came up with to sort of react. And But one thing right off the bat, it's amazing to me. I was, you know, I have kids and they watch a lot of YouTube. Mr. Beast, right? The giant YouTuber who may, he's worth like a trillion dollars. 
he was on the cover of Rolling Stone. Which, oh, wow. like, well, he was I on Joe Rogan or something. He's been on Joe Rogan, Mr. Beast. Everybody, yeah, he's he's probably he's him and PewDiePie. They're the top people essentially uh, on YouTube. So, but Mr. Beast does this video and he holds like the picture of him. He's got it like blown up in a, in a frame of him on Rolling Stone, the cover of Rolling Stone. And even he says, eh, you know, it used to be a big deal. Uh, I don't know who cares magazines. And it kind of like, it hurt me. It struck me deep in my heart, but also made me realize, yeah, like I remember growing up, like the cover of Rolling Stone, even for us as kids of the eighties and nineties was a big deal. Like you knew deal. I have two, yeah, two Rolling totally Stones dropped off. I have two Rolling Stones covers framed in my house. Right. Oh, well, what is that? A uh, John a Blues Belushi Brothers dead and, and uh, well, I have that in. I have that. It's not framed. Well, you know, I do have that one framed. I have Blues Brothers and I have a Neil Young. That Cameron Crowe. Rolling Stone. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I of course I get you know print isn't what it was, but it was just shocking to me to like that that, that went from. I mean, it wasn't even that relevant. When we were growing up. It wasn't like the '60s Rolling Stones. It was a corporate magazine. Yeah. When uh, when we watch it. But just to see this online, it, 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 I don't know that word, the online version of it today. I love like whenever there's a microphone in front of me, I feel like I have to use bigger, bigger words, words than I'm capable of doing. You have that. And then I start stuttering. I don't and I go to words that I can't pronounce. That's what me and stuttering John have in common, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that helps ground me hearing Howard Dean scream. But you look at it now, and I don't even know what it is. Like its own, it's some, it's part of some conglomerate. It's just yeah. kind of thrown out there. You know, you can you can watch, read Rolling Stone three times, and then it's and, and now they they change behind the size a paywall. They change the size of the the print. The print. The print. Yeah. You remember how like really? They, yeah, like that yeah, was, was the oversized. thing about a Rolling Stone. Oh, but it's, it was it's expensive. now it's Entertainment Weekly. You know, and that's oh god, we're all the end is so near, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to say that, but. And, and you know, for all of us, I mean, listen, I have boxes of roll. Like I was a huge, like, I, I mean, yes, you're right. It wasn't the magazine. It was important. That, it, yeah. It was but relevant there was great articles. I mean, that's where I first read about those Memphis three guys. There was like stuff in good there. Movie reviews too. Yeah, yeah. And the movie reviews and that kind of stuff. And there was always a cool profile. Yeah. The college radio rankings in the back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but I, so anyway, that's neither here nor there, but it's just depressing. And now let's go through, now that we've talked about it at length. These are the top 10 television programs of all time, according to Rolling Stone et al. So they start off, Brian, I trust you can see that? Yes, sir. Mary Tyler Moore in at number 10, which was on CBS from 1970 to 1977. So Brian and I were born in 1974. And I got to say, I've never seen an episode of Mary Tyler Moore. Wasn't something that was big in my house growing up. I don't remember it on reruns. I mean, I'm sort of aware of the show. I know Lou Grant was on it. Yeah. Rhoda, Rhonda, Rhoda, Rhoda. was it Rhoda? Yeah, Betty White, right? Yeah, there she is in the picture. Uh, yeah, there. Like I remember this just from reruns, but like at Grandma and Grandpa's house. You know what I'm trying to say? Like at uh, never okay. at my home. Like my parents did not watch this. I, this struck me as a really interesting one to put on there. The Mary Tyler Moore show, really? Okay. Well, and you know, I think Veep huh? is not. I think Veep is in that 25 to 11, and I don't know. Maybe that's just me being a younger generation, but I'm like that's more topical and more. But well, I guess this changed get... the, the, the changed television, so that's why it's on the top ten. There's a lot on this top ten. Did like, it? Huh? Well, I mean, right. You got to assume it's the '70s. Sure, it changed TV, but 
there's another one on here that I'm like, I don't get why this is on there. Something I grew up with, and I'm just like, Ugh. so keep, we'll yeah, keep I, going. Yeah, it's. I guess it's kind of like a tier list. We've done two of those tier list things, and sometimes when you're done tiering or ranking a hundred different titles, you get some weird things going on. Also, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't. I don't even know what the influence of the Mary Tyler. I, mean, I guess from a feminist point of view, yes. it's a, it was a totally, totally. And it like you know, would Lucille a, Ball be here then? That's what I don't understand. By their standard, wouldn't something else be here? But I think as they'll aside? because this is is this Brooks. Or, or I think a bunch of writers that were really like got. They don't yeah, mention any of that. They they mention the the you know the cast Ted Baxter you know Ted Knight as Ted Baxter. I don't know. They mentioned that more used the show's success to build her own TV production empire. I don't know the list. I don't. I wouldn't put this on my any. This no, this be wouldn't be on, on my list either. But again, you know, I also think it's the correct answer. You know what I'm trying to say? Like even when we talked about horror movies, everyone has to put a Jason and Friday Thirteenth and a Freddy. You know, everyone has to lie because it's the this right was like, thing oh, you gotta, if you're talking about the best movies of all time, you have to include Citizen Kane, even though, yes, you're not that. that's exactly all right. What so, I'm then next we have, and this is one I, this is one that's been on my list for years. I've just never seen it, Atlanta. I've, I've just never, never seen, seen it. it. I, 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 I hear good things, but I can't. It's a movie I will, a show I would watch because it's got that little Keith Stanfield in it. Oh, that guy's an amazing actor. Then we've got, uh, this Cheers. is the one, man. Great show, but I don't know. Is it the greatest romantic comedy of? Uh, I would say, I, yeah. In terms of yeah, uh, the Sam Diane thing, I'll give it props there. That but number eight. Well, yeah. I mean, overall, yeah. It's cheer- I mean, I eight? watched Cheers. So I watched I. Cheers every Thursday growing up. Yeah, every, you know, I remember when they were all drunk on the on the Tonight Show. How entertaining that was. The fact that they transitioned from coach to woody harrelson and he became a star the fact that the show frazier survived without it spawned frazier and i guess i guess as we say all this all right it's definitely a titan in the like tv comedy but when you when, there's so many shows that are that didn't i don't make the rewatch top 10. this how's that i won't rewatch this i try uh, yeah I've, and to me it's i have dated. tried to it it comes across as really 80s the other thing, I mean, Shelley Long being replaced by Kirstie Alley, having the main character or the co-main character replaced. I don't know if that's ever really been done, right? I mean, maybe. Uh, maybe well, at Nash. least that was done sort of successfully. So, like, it's because it well, that's lasted what I'm saying. Even I'll give yeah. it prop. I guess yeah. that's why you know it makes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, so that's Cheers. But again, when you see the shows that aren't on this top ten, it's like that's when I would pluck Cheers out of there. Mad Men. I can't disagree with this. I would put it higher. Really? I think this I've is never top... seen it. Yeah, I think it's, I went back, I probably watched the show from beginning to end three times now, and one of those viewings was during the pandemic. It was when uh, IMDB had their own TV channel for a couple of minutes there, and now it's already been renamed. But I did go back and I watched every single episode, and it's a great show. All like, right. it's Well, tremendous. I trust I your get... view. The problem is there was a lot of other people, and I'll totally out them. This was uh, our former co-host's like, favorite show. And because we argued with him, if go back to our, you know, we argued with him. I was because oh, he loves Don Draper. He really totally wanted to be Don yes, Draper. And, that, and I'm not knocking him. Joe, call me anytime. You know, I'm not like there, we're, we're, you know, I'm not. It's just it was that thing. You're knocking him. It is. I just was like, ah, oh, I don't know. It seemed, but I should give it. I I hear from give you. it a try. It give it, it a really try. is. But really, number and it's, seven. I'd put it much higher. Okay. I think it's a, it's a dis to a disservice to the show to put it that low, personally. Especially when you see something like this. Seinfeld? Yeah. Here's what I'll say I about Seinfeld. This, like this. 
again, and, and it's one of those shows, watched it all the time, Thursday nights growing up, watched every single episode. Curb your enthusiasm. I mean, yeah, the thing well, about Seinfeld, say, there's a better version of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. There's a better version of Seinfeld that's called Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I mean, I understand how influential and massive this show was. I experienced it. I was alive in that time. I don't think it ages well. You go back and you watch some of it, and it's Kramer is just a cartoon. And Kramer was the most. I loved Kramer, but now go back and you watch him, and it's like it's like watching Porky also, Pig, like Daffy how, Duck. Like how long did that last? Ten years or something like that. 1989 to 1998, 89 to 98, according to so like this article. By the time season eight rolls around, Kramer, you know, the, the Kramer bit was getting old. You know what I mean? That was my that was what drove me nuts. And I just liked George on that. That's the only thing I liked on that show. Yeah, and I just think that you know, curb your enthusiasm. And that's curb your enthusiasm. Better version. That's Larry and the fact David. that, and it's, that's not on this top ten, but Seinfeld is blows my mind. Fleabag, I've never seen this. And this might be, I'll, I'll straight up say this, like at work, you know, I work in film and TV. This is a show everyone talks about, but everyone's like a little pretentious with their viewing in the film world, you know? And I was like, ah, I'm just oh, never okay. going to watch that. You know what I mean? Like, this is a snobby show. Okay, That's gotcha. what I think. And maybe, hey, guess it's what, maybe it's great, but I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rewatch the next one on the list a million times. You know, I've, uh, I'm just thinking, like, I've tried watching The Handmaid's Tale, which is another really, like, well-reviewed show. I can't. I, I can't sit through it. But guess what? Last There's going to be a new Justified. I can't wait for that. So that tells you wh where I'm at. Last night, I watched The Umbrella Academy yeah, I tried on that. Netflix. I All right, so I think I'm in, like, season three, and there's a – I don't know what's going – I don't know anything about the show or its background. I don't care. I don't want to know. But it was a wedding. One of the, like, the big gorilla guy got married. And it's the worst thing I've ever, it's the worst show I've ever watched. It was just insufferable. That's all I'll say. Number four, coming in at a number four. See, this I have major issues with, but all right. The Wire. Uh, yeah, it's definitely too low. I mean, and, and what also hurts about this list thus far You've got The Wire. I mean, I can't say anything about Fleabag. I didn't see it. But, like, I don't know. The Wire is on a different tier than a Seinfeld, you know, than, than maybe a cheer. Then, then, I don't know, I haven't seen Atlanta, the Mary Tyler Moore show. They're not quite – these shows don't resonate to me as much as, as The Wire. It's a personal preference. To see it at number four, it's like, really? I'm actually surprised, though, that it, you know, made it to four. I I – Luckily, they threw it's, in some, you know, some people that actually work in the business. You know what I mean? Because I guarantee if this was like a popular poll, it wouldn't even make it to number four. I think The Wire's starting to lose some of its luster now as time goes on. Uh, it's, I mean, there was that frenetic thing for a while there where, it, you know, I mean, nobody watched it when it was first on until like the last season. And then there was this uprising when it was available on streaming where it was like a, you know, a tuning fork that you hit. And it was like, yeah, it's a great show ever, great show ever. And now it's starting to like come down a little. Well, see, bit. this would be my number one. Yeah, although I, I, you know, I mean, but we've said that every, a million times, right? If you ask me every day for the last ten years, what well, was the best show ever? I would say The Wire, like that. But I don't know. I'm starting to waver a little bit. Okay, Breaking Bad at number three. 
I, you know, I think Better Call Saul was a better show, and that's nowhere in the top. I was just 10. gonna say that, yeah. I and my niece just got into this show. I just bought her the Walter White Halloween costume because she wants to go. I'm busy working on a movie. She even asked me to do a bald cap, and I thought, like, to me, that you know, it's my niece, and I that was actually like a moment. It's a meme. I, I like even my son's aware of Breaking Bad just through memes, so it's definitely in the youth. But she's watching the kids. show. She's like deep into it, loves it. Um, I just, you know, and right now to her, it's the greatest show in the world. And she'll just be like, I know I haven't seen the wire yet. And, you know, cause I always like, oh, it's not really the greatest show. I think there's moments of TV, like strictly a team TV there. You know, one of the greatest or t- talked about episodes is that train episode. And to me, that's no different than a MacGyver episode or it, like, yeah, Breaking I mean, Bad. It's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's better than those, but you know it it falls to me sometimes I, yeah it definitely tv it, it I, to me i just rewatched it again recently it's definitely a top 10 show probably mm-hmm. a top 5 yeah. show for me yes but yeah it's more of of all these shows i mean breaking bad's exciting it propels from from one episode to the other but i think it's but a yeah, cool it's, thing it's, to say it's i think it's it, a little bit it's a little bit of a male soap opera you know like yes. i think like it's the best of all those. Like yeah, the Sons I, of Anarchy. I love never the show. Got people... I love Breaking Bad. I just right. don't know if it deserves to be in top three. Yeah, it's a little, it's a good show, but it's a great show. But yeah, I don't know. And I think I, I thought Better Call Saul, especially since it just ended. And they have some more recent ones on yes. this list. How, how do you not include that even in a top 10, but you put Breaking Bad in there? It's a little weird. Okay, number two. The Simpsons. Been on since 1999. Okay, another one. I'm sorry, 1989. Well, see, I'll get. I remember the, part, the Simpsons. I remember the Simpsons when, like, I re- I watched the Tracy Ullman show on Fox. It was one of the first uh, shows on yep. Fox when they launched. It was like Married with Children, the Tracy Ullman show, and then a bunch of other. I don't even remember half of them. Uh you know, I watched the Simpsons religiously for a long time but i haven't watched the simpsons in years and then when i do tune in like i've tried to watch it with my kids it's i don't know I, it's kind of well send the hate it, mail you know, all to me i've seen five maybe five to 20 episodes of the simpsons i've never watched i never watched this when i we were growing up i just i don't know i'm i'm very anti-cartoon you were just never i just never i've never do I know the, the Simpsons... tropes of it? Do I know? And I and do I will I say this? The episodes I watched were funny. I just I don't know what I was doing when it was on. I just wasn't this wasn't my scene. The thing about the Simpsons, especially when it first came onto the scene, when you compare it to any other comedy that was on TV in 1989, this was in a whole other league. So it was really an exciting show um, to watch. You know, in 89, whatever, however old we were there when we were in high school or whatever, our high school years. But I just, I, I get why people love it. I get why people like quote it all the time. I just wouldn't put it this far up. I, I, there's no way I'd put it above the wire. No way I'd put it above Breaking Bad, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, that's this the would other be, thing. I just, this would definitely that... fall out of a top 10. It's just, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just on. It's, I don't even understand why it's on anymore. But... The Sopranos is the best show of all time. Okay, here's what I was going to say. I'm telling you, you'd ask me any day, I'd always say The Wire is above The Sopranos. The Wire is, is above The Sopranos without a doubt. But I, 
the thing, like, so we've been deep into YouTube, right? We've been trying to do more on YouTube and I've sort of watched, I've fallen to wormholes on YouTube all the time. And I've fallen into a soprano wormhole on YouTube. It is a show you can just literally turn on at any point and watch for five minutes and be entertained. And I think that's the staying power of Sopranos. It's also a thing like every dude wants to be one of these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every Italian guy wants to pretend he's like one of the Sopranos in terms of, uh, not in terms of mafia stuff, but just in terms of the way they present themselves. You know, there is, it's a beloved show. And, and again, like there's so many YouTube videos, it's unbelievable. And each one is more hilarious. There's, there's one YouTube page where the guy cuts the Sopranos so it looks like Tony's murdering his wife. <laughs> and then it ends with somebody screaming at a funeral. Every single one ends with this lady screaming at a funeral. It's very funny. So I've started, to, and I started to watch the show again just within okay. the last week. And it is a great show. Uh, it didn't have the impact on me when it first aired that The Wire had. Because The Wire was like a novel come to life. Never seen anything like it. Commenting on real issues. It was... It was like a documentary. I've never seen anything like it. And Sopranos, I remember watching it those first times, even maybe even the second time I watched it from beginning to end. You know, you never, there's no like plot really in yeah. the Sopranos. It's, it kind of like starts things and, and stops. And, but once you get past that, and it took, took me years. I, I mean, I got to say, I can understand why this is number one. I would almost say like maybe this week. Yeah, you know what? I would put it up there. The fact that it has the staying power, it does. And that, and the performances are, flawless there's not a bad performance aside from maybe aj well that, there's, not right. a, there's not a bad performance in that in that whole cast it's, it's i i 100 agree and the comedy and the naturalism works in it like at times i mean i just i'm a i prefer the wire just over this a little bit more and that just might be i like that dark seediness of the wire a little like at you know because i at times, I think there's episodes of The Sopranos that are just full-out comedies, which I enjoy, too. Like, there are... And it's a fantasy. The Sopranos yeah. is a fantasy, where The Wire is not. It's not trying to be... It's grounded in a reality. And that, yeah, and, and I guess maybe so that's... It, you, would argue, you could argue the, 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 where The Wire went wrong was in that last season where it had McNulty yes. going around yes. staging... Like, that was... You know, and we've that said was, that before. We just went a little said off. That last yeah. episode, yeah, that was very TV. It went into fantastical. Episode. It went, it went in fantastical stuff. But you know, now that I think about it, though, I'm going to contradict myself and defend, actually, take down the Sopranos a little bit because the one part of the Sopranos, even on a recent watch through, that I can never set through, sit through, and I always find my hand on the thumb on the remote control for the fast forward, the Doctor Melfi stuff. You don't like? I that. think the show. It for me, it comes to a grinding halt where he sits there in that room and talks to Doctor Melfi. I just want to see him out there. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't need the, the counseling part. stuff. And that's so what I'm saying. I, but you know, I still think one of the great, like, you know, if it's not number one, it, it's number two. That's all. And also, right. maybe that's because, like, Soprano did, you know, did huge for HBO, and it's like The Wire, like no one watched, and now it's the cool thing to say, or you're again a little bit snobby to say you watch the wire but like and that's maybe why i elevate that more because i wasn't one of those guys you and i i mean i know for a fact we were watching it lot you know when it aired every sunday we didn't come to it on the dvds we didn't come to it on when it was streaming yeah. we you know which and same i did the same thing with sopranos because i literally got cable for sopranos but i just remember like and i loved 
never missed, you know, Sunday. It was definitely Sunday viewing. I just, there, it, there might just be that break of realism. That's all like that, that just, but I mean, it's number two, it's number two. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. We're, we're, these are, I mean, all these two, the same thing with breaking bad. These are all tremendous television shows and definitely deserve to be somewhere on that list. But what's really striking about this whole list is just stop the stuff they left off it. Right. Well, I mean, there's so many things. Well, you I scanned off some Wait, of the other take, ones, but you know, it let's is. take a drug break. Hold on. Let's take, I gotta, I gotta play this clip. Hey, mister, do you want some dope there? I said dope. Do you want any? You have elephant? Huh? You have Ming toy dog? Huh? I guess you don't. That never gets old. Charles Bronson in, in the evil that men do confronted by a street drug dealer. Uh, but yeah, I mean, where, I mean, you'd argue where's justified, where's Deadwood. Yeah. But then again, well, that's I on mean, the list. They, we they did, put, they put you know, what, we, when we did our tier list well, you, of TV, you know what I mean? Like that was of HBO. That was HBO only. And then, there's and there's and the whole bunch true. of shows there. And there'll be a lot of, you know, we'll get another insulting from our friends of, you know, comments that, you know, we only watch these certain things. Cause guess what? Where, I mean, I want to know what the boys was. Like I'll have to look back at that list. Yeah. And look at everything. Cause we did say we were going to do the. T- I looked through some. Yeah. And it's a hundred. They did 100, which is just yeah. like, that's just for page views. I mean, 100 shows that's way, what does that even accomplish? You're just listing every show ever made. But I mean, I did see they had what we do in the shadows as like yeah. 100. I would, I would put that further up. That's, up. that's a really funny show. Yeah. Uh, they had succession up there, which is a good one, but yeah, but veep not being on there was one. Uh, I and mean, I do I think some of that community, is like, you know, the office should be way up there. I don't see how the just, office is in a, in a top 10. I mean, come on. I put the office up of Mary Tyler Moore. I, I now put community, which they just announced as we're recording oh, this. They just announced they're actually going to get the movie. They just announced they're going to do a movie. <sighs> yeah. I can't yeah, wait. So yeah, that's a show I was really, I, I didn't watch when it was on. I only got into it in the pandemic and uh, it is a really good show, but. But anyway, I don't know. That's that. Any any uh, glaring omissions, or did I just name them all? Did any that you were really offended that didn't make it? I to mean, the top ten. I well, well, again, I would the ones I would put up on my list. You know, I understand why people wouldn't. You know, like I think yes, I do think Veep should be up there. I love Veep. You know, like I would swap yeah. Veep for Mary Tyler Moore. I would put Curb Your Enthusiasm. I can't say anything yeah. about Atlanta. Um, because that is actually what you want to yeah. watch. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you know, I can understand why Justified shouldn't be on the top ten. I think it would be, you know, hey, I think Hill Street Blues would be somewhere in my top ten. Right. Um, yeah, and that's there a is very some popping going show. on. Just so you know, but I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's my end. I want to apologize right, well, to the listeners there. And I'm just, I saying, think it's my, like, I think I have, I have too much going on. Why or why? Sorry, I mean actual physical cables all over the place. But yeah, so, you I don't know, know. That's I, that. I just. You know, and Simpsons, like I said, I don't know. Is I mean, and some of that list sounds to me like, hey, it's here because of uh, it needs to be, you know, because it's the right thing. The the list is the right list. You know what I mean? Like you saying politically correct? Are you saying it's yeah? Woke? Like where it's like yeah, like take I it easy, Gavin McGinnis. No, not it's not like you're you know. I just think you know that's like, kind of like the douchey way of saying like, oh well, of course this it's is kind of a there. safe list. It's kind yeah. of yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a strange list, but hey, got us to talk about Rolling Stone. Well, one other thing about Rolling Stones, sort of lack of influence. I 
before we started this, I searched on YouTube for reactions to this article and nothing. nothing. It was all just, if you search like Rolling Stone top 100 reaction, Is it just it's like... just people who, people who have never heard of particular Rolling Stones songs reacting to like the first time they hear satisfaction, which I kind of love those videos, but it's also like, how do you grow up in, in America and you've like never heard satisfaction? You're kind of like, oh yeah, this, this is pretty cool. In fact, I think half of them are fake. I was on set last night. I can't say for anything, but we got into the van. The van takes us to set and it was probably a guy in his twenties and he had the radio on. Oh, yeah, it was the music. Well, yes. And I was like, yeah. and here, you know, I'm called an insufferable bastard on the podcast. And it's like, I literally, like, I got out of the car and I was like, man, I just wanted to punch that guy. And it's simply because I just don't like his music, it's you know, like so obnoxious. Yeah. You know, and it's right. like, oh. That's that. Yeah, we're getting that popping. That's going to annoy the heck out of people. I, I don't know what. I don't know, people. Leave me alone. All right. I got a Roadcaster Pro. I got an iMac. I got stuff going on. It must be interfering somehow. So I'm going to shut up, and uh, my name is Carlos Danger. That's Brian Spears, and uh, we'll see you next time on Insufferable hey. Bastards. I don't want to play a clip with the F word in it. It's the other thing. I couldn't post a couple of these episodes. Because of the swearing. To my day job, too, many, too much cursing.